Hey there, Dream Keepers. I hope you're all as excited as I am to get back to Miko in the Great Citadel. I could bore you with yet another introduction, but let's just get down to business. I hope you all enjoy Chapter 2, Part 1. Previously on Miko and the Grey Citadel, Miko finds out that it's Talora who is behind the mysterious friend request. Now he and Quinn have to change everything they loved about video games. Chapter 2, Part 1 Kat, Malcolm, and Miko strolled through the grocery store, smiles on their faces and laughing aloud. At least, Malcolm and Kat were. A week had passed since Miko saw the flash of malice in his dad's eyes. Kat seemed to be fine now, but Miko, he hadn't let his gaze break from Malcolm whenever they were in the sunlight. They got into line for checkout and patiently waited their turn. The doors to the front of the store were opened every time someone walked in or out and let in a little bit of sunlight. With each step they took towards the clerk, Malcolm came closer to that sunlight. Miko had a chance to confirm what he saw, and his palms began to sweat. Kat began to load their groceries onto the conveyor belt, and Miko stood idly by. Malcolm caught on to Miko's trance and flicked him in the head. Help your mom, he ordered. Sorry, Miko quickly began tossing things onto the belt without even looking. His attention was still locked onto Malcolm. Half of the groceries Miko was chucking out of the cart didn't even make it onto the conveyor belt. Grabbing his arm, Malcolm glared at Miko and gently pulled him away. What's gotten into you? he asked, picking up a loaf of bread from the ground. Miko's heart began to pound and he scratched his head hard enough to cause sparks. He couldn't get himself to say anything. He just stared at Malcolm. An answer would be nice, Miko. Kat added in, sliding past him and pulling out her wallet. The doors at the front opened once more and let light spill in. As Malcolm placed the last item on the belt, he stepped into the sun. Miko held his breath and waited for the confirmation that he didn't even want. But there was nothing. Releasing a shallow exhale, Miko nearly crumpled into an emotional mess as he rushed towards Malcolm and hugged him as tightly as he could. Stunned by the odd display of affection, Malcolm took him by the shoulders and curled his lips. Again, what's gotten into you, Miko? He asked. 
It's not you, Miko blabbered, wiping his runny nose on Malcolm's stomach. What's not me? Malcolm questioned, now smiling awkwardly at the other customers who were beginning to stare. Miko was too busy wiping up his face to respond, but the crushing weight of doubt had been lifted off of his shoulders. After they double-checked the groceries and made sure that Miko was really all right, Malcolm and Kat decided to go for a little walk. Miko asked to join, however, they told him that they'd be right back and to not worry. They walked out of the house in somewhat of a hurry, and Miko watched them until they rounded the corner at the end of the street. Sliding back down into the couch, he flicked on the TV. The mindlessness of watching TV helped him get the last image of Malcolm's eyes out of his head. Although he was glad that Malcolm's eyes didn't prove to be what he thought they were, he did wonder why they were like that in the first place. It wasn't uncommon for Miko to see things from time to time, but those eyes were something that he could never forget. He felt the same heat he did when he first encountered them in the woods with his mom. He tried to chalk it up to it just being his imagination getting the best of him, but in the back of his mind, he knew that what he saw was real. After powering through a few episodes, Miko checked the window to see if his parents were on their way back yet. There wasn't any sign of them, so he took the opportunity to try and finally sneak some of the dessert Kat had made a few nights before. Hustling over to the kitchen, Miko yanked the fridge open and scanned the shelves for his prize. Even though a refrigerator didn't have much room overall, Kat was a master at hiding things in plain sight. Standing on his tiptoes, Miko caught a glimpse of what he thought was the dessert. Cat had placed it just out of his reach and tucked it away behind the mayonnaise and pickles. Sliding a chair over, he stood on it and carefully wormed his hand around everything blocking his path. Gripping the obnoxiously loud plastic container, Miko slowly pulled it closer to him. His mouth began to salivate and he could smell the tart but delicately sweet aroma filling his nostrils. Cat's homemade key lime pie. God's gift. Finally pulling the entirety of the container out, Miko clenched it with his other hand and shook it in victory. Not knowing when his parents would return, he skipped grabbing a plate and popped the lid right off. Grabbing for a dirty knife from the sink, he wiped it on his shorts and quickly cut himself a generous slice. His mouth twitched and his nose quivered in excitement. Just as he lifted the treat to his lips, the front door swung open and Kat came marching, rather quickly, into the kitchen. She cut her eyes at him and crossed her arms with scathing authority. He was busted. But Miko couldn't just put the piece back. He had already touched it with his hands. And the dirty knife. The two of them locked eyes like opponents in a boxing ring. Key lime pie, huh? Kat grumbled. Mm-hmm. Miko replied, creeping the pie closer to his lips. Don't. All Miko had to do was slam the pie in his mouth and swallow hard. However, he knew if he did that, he'd regret it instantly and Malcolm, wherever he was, 
would somehow find a way to get it back out. Lowering the pie back down to the container, Nico tossed his head backwards and croaked in defeat. Wash your hands and go to the couch, okay? Your father and I have a surprise for you, Kat said firmly. A surprise? Nico questioned. Yes. The abrupt nature of Kat's speech was foreign to Miko, but he took it as a sign to not push it. Miko settled into the couch and patiently waited for his mom and dad. Kat was first, pulling up a chair and sitting directly in front of him. Miko smiled to his mom, but she didn't respond to it. She just sat there, void of expression. Malcolm shuffled in from the garage, and he too pulled up a chair. Before he sat down, he extended his hand out to Kat, who reluctantly took it in hers. Their marriage had never been awkward or made Miko feel weird, but the way they were holding hands felt wrong. What's the surprise? Miko couldn't help himself. The tension in the air was just too much to handle. Tune in next week for Chapter 2, Part 2 of Miko and the Grey Citadel. Things are just starting to heat up and you won't want to miss it. Until then, be safe, stay healthy, try out a new food this week, and remember, we are all dream keepers. <laughs>